Good morning, Alex and friends. I'm Connie. Today is Monday, September 18th, 2023, and you're listening to Alex's News. On the weather front, Riverside can expect a pleasant day with the mercury hitting a high of 81.6 degrees, dipping to a comfortable 65.7 as the day draws to a close. In top stories we'll be following today, the U.S. Federal Reserve reels under new pressure. With an auto workers strike, a government shutdown, and a looming student loan repayment crisis, the fight against inflation is being severely hampered. In crime news, a whopping $250,000 reward is up for grabs for any leads resulting in the capture of the assailant behind the tragic shooting of a deputy in Palmdale, California. Over in space, we're dealing with some discoveries that have the scientific community scratching their heads. The latest findings from the James Webb Space Telescope are challenging our existing knowledge about the formation of galaxies. And finally, on the international front, Turkish President Erdogan has given Elon Musk food for thought, urging the Tesla chief to consider setting up factory operations in Turkey. Full details on these stories and more coming up on Alex's News. Stay tuned. Our top story today, prominent U.S. Federal Reserve officials are convening this week amid multiple challenges threatening their mission to counter inflation without inciting a recession. These complications involve an ongoing auto workers' strike, potential government closure, and the anticipated restart of student loan repayments. To help us understand these intricacies, we have our financial correspondent Elias with us. Elias, please walk us through this unfolding situation. Certainly, Connie. This is indeed a complex web of events that the Federal Reserve has found itself in. Now, the auto workers' strike implicating General Motors, Ford, and Stellantis is already in its third day. It's absolutely groundbreaking since members have never struck against all three unionized U.S. automakers simultaneously before. And how are these companies responding? Detailed negotiations are underway between the United Auto Workers and the big three automakers. GM held their meeting on Sunday, Ford on Saturday, and Stellantis's meeting is scheduled for today. What makes this particularly notable, Connie, is that it's attracted attention from the White House with senior aide Gene Sperling and acting Labor Secretary Julie Sue actively interacting with the concerned parties. How could this, along with the looming government shutdown and restarting student loan repayments, hamper the economy? Well, Connie, these prevailing hurdles could significantly disrupt consumer spending and shock the economy's overall stability. Prolonged disruptions in, let's say, the auto industry or federal agencies will likely escalate car prices and harm both business and consumer confidence. Come October, the resumption of student loan payments might redirect funds from other spending segments, possibly leading to a dip in GDP growth in the fourth quarter. So, could this potentially thwart the Fed's objective of controlling spending and inflation in the economy? That's exactly what officials are worried about, Connie. While economists generally don't envisage a recession stemming from these developments, 
there are palpable uncertainties over the magnitude and timing of these impacts, not to mention the impact they'll have on consumer confidence. And what about the implications of a reduction in car production due to the strike or a government shutdown leaving federal employees without paychecks? Connie, both these issues can significantly affect growth and confidence. There's also the Fed's balance sheet drawdown, which is reaching levels that could unexpectedly tighten financial conditions, while the overall economic impacts of these events remain uncertain they could inadvertently bolster the fight against inflation. I understand prominent investors are predicting potential financial and job losses in the USA. Can we expect the Federal Reserve to change its approach to rising interest rates in response? Most forecasters indeed anticipate that the Fed will persist with increasing interest rates to combat inflation, Connie. However, this hard-line stance on fiscal policy could inadvertently impede innovation and growth. As always, the situation remains fluid, and nothing is written in stone. A complex and uncertain situation as we begin our week. Elias, thank you for your insights. You're welcome, Connie. We now turn our attention to another grave incident that's been headlining the news today, this time from Los Angeles County. For the details, let's connect with our news reporter, Grace. Grace, we understand this case involves a tragic shooting incident? That's right, Connie. Los Angeles County Sheriff Robert Luna has announced a $250,000 reward for information leading to the arrest of a killer who tragically murdered Deputy Ryan Klinkenbrumer in Palmdale, California. Deputy Klinkenbrumer, a third-generation officer, was on duty, sitting in his patrol car at an intersection when the assailant struck. An awful incident. Can you clarify what exactly happened at the scene? Yes, a dark-colored sedan pulled up alongside Deputy Klinkenbrumer's patrol car and opened fire. Deputy Klinkenbrumer was found unconscious and sadly later succumbed to his injuries in the hospital. That truly is a terrible loss. Do we have any idea about the motive behind this? The motive remains unclear, but Sheriff Luna firmly believes it was a targeted act. Surveillance footage has flagged a gray Toyota Corolla produced between 2006 and 2012 as a vehicle of interest. We can't let such a crime go unpunished. What are the potential implications of this incident, Grace? Connie, this crime has certainly shaken the community of Palmdale. California Governor Gavin Newsom condemned the killing and ordered that flags at the state capitol be flown at half-staff. Meanwhile, Palmdale Mayor Laura Betancourt described the assailant as a coward, but expressed confidence in their impending capture. Relations between the police and the public in Palmdale have seen moments of tension in the past, but this tragic event has sparked an outpouring of support and grief. It's heartening to hear about such local solidarity despite such devastating circumstances. Grace, can you tell us more about how Deputy Klinkenbrumer is being remembered? A vigil attended by community leaders, family members, residents, and fellow law enforcement officers was held to honor Deputy Klinkenbrumer. He was remembered as a dedicated servant of justice, highly committed to his profession.
It's clear that his loss is deeply felt. What progress has been made in the investigation? Authorities currently have detained a person of interest, Connie, and they're urging anyone else with information to come forward. The Los Angeles County Sheriff's Department is diligently working with the city of Palmdale in their ongoing investigation. We certainly hope for a breakthrough. Thank you, Grace, for that thorough report. We appreciate your work in bringing us such important updates. It's my duty, Connie. We'll continue to track the developments on this case. This in-depth coverage has been consolidated from several credible news sources, including NPR, USA Today, ABC News, the Los Angeles Times, the California Governor's Office official website, and the New York Times. Moving on to our third story for the day, this one takes us to the outer reaches of space, where the latest discoveries are turning the world of astronomy on its head. We now have Elias on the line, a specialist correspondent who has been closely tracking this story. Elias, walk us through the controversy and sensational findings about the earliest galaxies. Well, Connie, it's a truly stunning development. The James Webb Space Telescope has captured images of galaxies forming just under a billion years after the Big Bang, significantly sooner than we previously thought. What's really throwing scientists for a loop is not just the age of these galaxies, but their size and brightness, quite unlike anything that had been predicted. Consequently, it's causing quite an uproar within the scientific community because it's challenging our existing models of galactic formation. Now, Elias, help us understand what this means. How does the observed size and brightness of these early galaxies shake up our understanding of the universe? Connie, it's all down to a fundamental shift in perception. Before these images, our models suggested that the early galaxies would be small, barely formed entities. However, the sharp infrared of the James Webb has revealed these entities to be larger than anticipated, with spiral arms, resembling mature galaxies we see much later in the universe's timeline. So this unexpected observation prompts us to rethink our understanding of when galaxies began to form and evolve, and even the age of the universe itself. Quite intriguing. I understand some researchers are suggesting that the universe might be twice as old as previously believed. Is there a consensus on this? While some suggest that, the scientific community at large is advising caution. We need to be aware that this is a very new discovery, and these theories, though tantalizing, are in essence speculations. Without direct evidence to substantiate these claims, they remain just that. Theories, as highlighted in an NPR article, every piece of new data needs careful analysis and thorough reflection. One must remember that science thrives on evidence-based conclusions. Absolutely, Elias. But has the James Webb Telescope provided any other significant insights that we should know about? Indeed, Connie. The telescope's ability to detect faint infrared light has already provided unprecedented insight into the early stages of our universe, and it's expected to yield even more in the coming years. This underscores the importance of exploring and understanding our cosmos using technological advancements, and also reminds us 
that our understanding of the universe is continually evolving. A fascinating story indeed, Elias. Thank you for offering your expertise and explaining this complicated matter in simpler terms. Always a pleasure, Connie. Thank you. Our final story today involves one of the big names in technology, Elon Musk and Turkish President Tayyip Erdogan. Grace, I understand there was a significant meeting between these two. What can you tell us about it? Indeed, Connie. During a recent meeting in New York, President Erdogan asked Elon Musk, the CEO of Tesla, to consider establishing a Tesla factory in Turkey. Aside from this, they also explored possibilities for collaboration in artificial intelligence and SpaceX's satellite internet project named Starlink. Interesting. So why does President Erdogan believe that Turkey would make a great location for a new Tesla factory? Erdogan made the case that many Turkish suppliers are already involved with Tesla. These existing relationships could potentially streamline any setup process for a new factory. He also expressed that Turkey is actively welcome to cooperate with Tesla, placing it as a top-tier candidate for a future factory. That certainly sounds promising. Do we have any idea of how Elon Musk took this proposal? Musk was reportedly very receptive. He acknowledged the potential of the Turkish market and did not dismiss the idea that Turkey could be a candidate for Tesla's future manufacturing operations. Now, you mentioned earlier about discussions regarding Starlink, Elon Musk's satellite internet project. Could you expand a bit on this? Absolutely, Connie. The Turkish president expressed interest in partnering with SpaceX for the licensing of Starlink satellite services within Turkey. Musk's response was quite positive, hinting that SpaceX may be willing to cooperate with Turkish authorities to offer these services. All right, so how does this line up with Tesla's global expansion and previous interest in countries like India, for instance? Good point, Connie. Tesla has been aggressively expanding worldwide with a seventh gigafactory, its massive battery factories, underway in Mexico after six in operation worldwide. So the interest in Turkey comes at a time when the company is really looking to assert its global presence. And yes, they have displayed interest in India too. What potential implications do you see if this partnership materializes? Well, should this move forward, it could mark a significant boost for Turkey's economy and tech industry, and potentially pave the way for increased international investment and partnerships. For Tesla, this could further diversify their supply chain and operation base. Grace, before we wrap up, can you tell us a bit more about how this story came to light? Certainly, Connie. This big story was reported by a variety of news sources, including Turkey's Communications Directorate, Politico, Hindustan Times, Auto Journal Africa, Reuters, and TS2 Space, to name just a few. A broad coverage that truly underscores the magnitude and global interest in this subject. Thanks for elaborating on this fascinating development, Grace. We'll certainly watch with interest to see how it unfolds. That's all we have for now. 
Today's episode was made by Alexander King with GPT-4, GPT-3.5 Turbo, the 11 Labs Text-to-Speech API, and the Google Cloud Text-to-Speech API. I hope you have a great day. I'll see you tomorrow, Alex.